why can't you guys just be cool? <laughs> <laughs> I never knew who my dad was, so I took up sorcery just to spite him. <laughs> took up sorcery. <laughs> hey everyone, this is Jeff, your dungeon master. Uh, today we're going to start a little differently. It's been a long time tradition in my games to start off sessions with a small ritual. We call it a lightsaber check. Each person will roll two 20-sided dice. If they're both 20, then something awesome will happen that session, and they get a cool magic item. If they get double ones, then everyone knows something terrible will happen at the wrong time. Jesse. Sure. Uh, I'm Jesse. I'm playing Oswald, and I just rolled an 11, backed up by a 9. John, you go next. Sounds good. This is John playing as Lucius, and I rolled a 19. Not good enough. About um, Mav, go for it. Hey. Um, my name's Mav. I am playing Dosh, and I rolled double fours. <laughs> Get a free rusty dagger. Sean? I'm Sean. I'm playing fours. Oddly enough. Oh, roll on surface. Uh oh. Got a one. No. Uh... <laughs> Let's not waste any time here. Back up by 20. Hey. <laughs> I'm in complete balance. <laughs> so am I. This is odd. <laughs> you have failed successfully. Well, with that passed, let's get started. As we last left off, Oswald, let's start with you. So you have a moment to react as you can see the creature's long tendons propelling itself quickly after you. Bone hooks attempt to grab at you as the creature moves forward into the sunlight. Your last line was, oh shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm a big fan of moment to react, because that means I get an immediate action. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> I'm going to use my hedron harvesting equipment to fire a grappling hook out of the building I've just taken a step into, and just, like, directly backwards, and just move out. That will provoke an attack? Well, I don't see as how I have a choice. <laughs> I seemed like that was going to happen either way. Yeah, <laughs> I can either provoke an attack by standing there, <laughs> or I can get out of there. <laughs> A 19. With mobility, that misses. With my AC of 27. Seeing the creature in the light almost feels wrong. The halfling's frame seems to be split in half across the stomach. In the wound, sharp barbs like teeth glisten with blood. The body breaks in half as it tries to bite at you. Shattered flesh wrapped around the bones gives it kind of a four-legged spider look, uh, with the head of Abernathy still bobbling on the torso coming out of the front. The mouth seems to be mumbling something over and over. As it tries to move into range, to attack you. Well, that's terrifying. Let's roll initiatives. Okay. <laughs> 16. And what is your dexterity? 20. You tie it on initiative, but you go first. That's great, because I intend to continue to run away. <laughs> well, I guess what I'm thinking is, uh, I know I walked away from a bunch of folks who are not well off, let's say, to get here. I don't know how far away those those people are uh, from where I ended up. Are they close-ish, or is it like a good distance? A good distance away. Okay, good. Then I'm less worried about this monster coming out and going after them if it doesn't see me. I'm going to try and go up to get away from this thing, even though I know it can climb. I don't know how high the roof is, but that's where I want to go. Propelling yourself up and onto the close-by roof. Yeah. Get your faces in your direction, shooting forth. Barbed bone hooks to grab onto the wall and start chasing after. Fun. We'll cut across for a moment. Back to the mystery van. I, I was thinking. I was thinking. Wrecker, uh, R 
E-Q-E-R. Oh, yeah, because that's kind of close to requisitions. <laughs> All right, actually, that's awesome. We're spray painting the record with a wizard on it on the side <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> you guys in the car, driving in the direction of the storage district where Oswald last said he was? Yeah, oblivious as to what's going on with Oswald. Now that we have boars in the van with us, I'd like to ask you about the habits of these uh, ember wolves. Is there a better way to know when it's going to be back at its nest? Uh, I think I gotta drop the knowledge nature for that. Yeah, go for it. Back when I was a lad, nat 20. Natty 20? Oh, I got a 24. <laughs> Just like last game, let's get those all out of the way on our knowledge check. <laughs> <laughs> super, super important, super crucial <laughs> life and death knowledge check. Obviously... You were part of the what, Young Owlbear Scouts Society <laughs> that, that clearly studied Ember Wolves? Yeah, I got my Ember Wolf uh, merit badge. <laughs> With that, you're asking kind of what their habits are. They stock prey during the daytime and then return back to the nest at night. As far as you know, they don't have any extrasensory abilities, dark vision or things like that. So that's some good information then. No wonder we're not seeing it at the nest now. Well, it's not nighttime, is it? Yeah, exactly. We're searching during the daytime. Like, no wonder we're not seeing it. Yeah, yeah. So, now that we know where that nest is, we can make a plan to get at it. We can search in the meantime, but if we don't find it today, we'll just regroup. Sounds good. So now to just pick up Oswald. About how far away are we? Probably another 10 minutes. Another 10 minutes. All right, now it's time to call him and figure out where exactly he is. My HCOM will float out of my pocket and turn on in front of Dosh, calling Oswald. <laughs> I'll push the button so it goes to speaker. You got time to pick up there, buddy? <laughs> so we cut back to the combat in action. Oswald, as the creature begins lurching towards you up on top of the roof, uh, your pocket does begin to vibrate. The ringtone of your favorite <laughs> popular song. <laughs> awesome. So, uh, rights not yet acquired for this podcast starts playing from my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great band. <laughs> right? I love their hit single, You Know That One Song We Can't Get the Rights To Yet. I ignore that. And uh, I imagine as, as I break up into roof area, that light sensitivity that I get from having my dark vision active probably hits me. It is a sunny day out. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it might be. That's okay. I'm just trying to get somewhere else that isn't where that monster is. I'm going to look for a different rooftop that is farther away and try and zip over to there in hopes that maybe it can climb, but maybe it can't jump that far. I don't know. We'll see. What's the speed you can go? My distance is 80 feet. If it's farther than that, then I imagine I'd have to hook it into something and then try and swing past that distance rather than just traverse that distance, which I assume you'd make me roll a check for. <laughs> this is all storage containers. Mm -hmm. Set up so they're all... Similarly, one-story buildings, as you're moving across on the rooftops then, the creature will bound after you. It can get within range to reach you on, on a charge, uh, so it will do so. <laughs> okay. As its body seems to fold up and over, as it moves on top of the storage unit, quickly pulling itself with its hooks and tendons. With that, the creature will charge. Does a 30 hit. You know it does. <laughs> <laughs> the broken half halfling body, as it gets close enough that bites into your leg, it does you nine points of damage. Ow. And I require a fortitude save. Oh, that's excellent. 
I love fortitude saves. <laughs> Hiya! I got a 13. Not so hot. All right. Uh, as of right now, you've started to bleed. <laughs> Goody. As teeth sink into your leg, you're close enough now to hear the words coming out of its mouth. Open the gates. New flesh. Release the hounds. New size. It is your turn. All right. I'm just making a note of that. <laughs> Open the gates. New flesh. Release the hounds. New size. That's not creepy at all. The jagged wound caused by the Abernathy does do you four points of bleed damage. Good. <laughs> all right. No taller buildings about, right? Maybe a few hundred feet away. Yeah, that's farther than I can afford. Okay, uh, let's hope this thing is less nimble than I am then. So I'm going to drop back down to street level and try and like use grappling hooks to like go straight down quickly and then like turn a corner and move another 80 feet quickly in hopes that it loses me or can't follow me that quickly around a corner or something like that. Okay, go and give me an acrobatics. Okay, 17. It does seem that Oswald is not answering. All right. Well, he described an area that people were living at that he was going to go talk to. So that's probably where we'll drive to first. Okay. The creature lashes out at you, Oswald, as you deftly drop to the ground and pull yourself around a corner. And it does miss. Biting at the empty space where you once were with a 16. Nice. And go and give me a stealth. A total of 17. Man, I just keep rolling 17s. The creature seems to have lost you. You can hear it nearby as you dash around the corner, but you can hear that it's following the blood trail. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you have a round before it's probably close enough to find you. Then down here at street level, I'm going to do the same thing I did last turn. I'm going to zip forward and then turn a corner and zip forward again. I don't have any destination in mind. Just trying to put buildings between me and it. Three points of bleed damage. Okay. <laughs> you seem to have put some distance between you and it. You can hear the creature move to crawl on top of the roofs. You can still hear it's mumbling and whispering. It does not seem to be able to keep up Great. <laughs> I'm still bleeding, though. <laughs> if I feel like it's lost me, then perhaps now I will notice that my pocket is vibrating, if it still is. No, you're going to have to see a missed call on that one. You do know if you can find it, it is a DC 15 heal check to stop the bleeding. Okay, well, yeah, I guess I will, I don't know, look around for some scrap of probably rags here in the alley. Alrighty. I have points in heal, thank goodness. <laughs> but I can't roll to save my life, literally. I got an 11. <laughs> 11 with some alley rags. Uh, another one point of bleed. Okay. May I try again? Yeah, you can, yeah. <laughs> How about a 12? I'm getting better. Don't try too hard. <laughs> you can hear the creature getting closer. They're trying to bind this wound. You take three more points of bleed damage. Okay. Down to 11. Uh, we'll try one more time. How about a 20? Hey! You're able to tie it off. Uh, but yeah, with that, with the creature no longer able to spot you at the moment, you're able to make your escape. Cool. I'm going to get several hundred feet away from where I was last able to figure out where the creature was before I call back the boss. As you guys are pulling into the storage district, uh, your phone will ring. Um, yeah, I'll just levitate it back in front of Dosh again. <laughs> yeah, I'll push the button and uh, say you're on speaker. Hey. Guys, uh, that thing's loose around here, so be careful. Also, it's got a wicked bite. What thing? The ember wolf thing? The, the monstrosity? You found it? Where is it? Uh, I'll look around. There's not really, like, road signs around here, I don't think. You sound hurt. What's happening? Yeah, it bit me. It hurts. 
Where are you? I'll look around for, like, is there, like, a name of the nearest storage unit complex next to me? Uh, we'll say you are in Section L. Okay, there we go. Section L. Be right there. Okay. Put down my driving goggles. Let's go. <laughs> well, on foot? Oh, we're driving. Because <laughs> then my go- driving goggles were above my head, and now they're over my eyes. Oh, okay. <laughs> As in, we're getting serious. Yeah, I'm just going to, like, sit. <laughs> You guys will pull up on a very bloodied and wounded Oswald sitting outside of the Section L storage units. Do we have a first aid in the in the wrecker? Uh, honestly, probably not. If we haven't thought about it yet, then it, we can assume that we we aren't that professional. <laughs> but there will be from now on. <laughs> I'll, I'll give a little wave as I see you guys approach, and I'll kind of get to my feet slowly and get in the van. <laughs> yeah, we'll drive up close and help you in. Hey guys, good to see ya. <laughs> like nervously looking around to make sure that thing isn't anywhere near us. Yeah, we're driving away fast. <laughs> what the hell happened? Well, we found each other, I guess. Uh, it was stuck to the ceiling, munching on Abernathy's corpse, or maybe absorbing it into part of itself. It had an Abernathy head on it, I think. I tried to get away, but it's a fast climber. And uh, it managed to claw me or bite me pretty good. I don't know if it's got claws or teeth. Probably both at the same time and it said something while i was trying to get away open the gates new flesh release the hounds new new size i don't i don't know i think it's trying to make babies out of other people i'm gonna take a look at your uh, wound where did it bite you uh my leg i assume so yeah i've, I've got a dirty ass rag like tied around my leg <laughs> i'm gonna take a look at the wound make sure it's not uh, infected or anything yeah, go and roll me your heel check. Eleven. Well, there's a lot of blood. There's dirty rags. The only part that definitely does stand out as something odd is you've never noticed that Oswald had prismatic scales starting to form oh. around the outside of the wound. Oh, hey <laughs> You're turning into you're turning into roast beef here. <laughs> oh God, that sheen it gets. <laughs> Yeah, you got the rainbow sheen going. I'll uh, tell Dosh, call uh, Barry Harrington and get Dr. Francis on his way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. Very well. A panicked Barry will get to it immediately. And yeah, we head right back to base. Dr. Francis is there. Is Herbert Francis a human? A uh, human. Dr. Francis is there. Alchemical and medical treatment bag uh, in hand. We will... Uh bring oswald to him do we have a good yeah. space like a table or something that might be best or like a couch uh we got the conference room <laughs> conference room the whole table is just covered with leftover meals from across the street from like weeks past <laughs> just do the, the arm sweep off well i'm pretty sure there's still like a sculpture disassembled on that table too <laughs> somewhere next to the congealed gravy pie and the NDAs. dr francis will take a look uh, of course inquiring what what happened? Something bit me. Understandably also noting, you guys pay him not to care about that. <laughs> Between bullet wounds and uh, this odd land shark bite? Street shark. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly it's a street shark. <laughs> Dr. Francis definitely does recommend a few days rest, as well as he'll give you some pills to help fight the infection. I will eat a pill. <laughs> kind of gives the, the non-committal shrug, 
you should probably stay in bed and you probably shouldn't do stuff and you should probably rest. But knowing that that will probably go in one ear and out the other, unless you have further need for him, Dr. Francis will head out. I'd ask him if he knows anything about the nature of the infection. I think he's got that uh, annihilations disease. Yeah, I haven't seen anything like that happen so quickly. Francis away from Oswald would say that I have no idea. Hopefully those pills help. All right. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah, right. We'll keep our eye on him and we'll have to take him to a hospital if that's the case. All right. Thank you for your time. He nods and we'll go on his way. Gore is standing in the door. We'll take a picture of your leg to post. On the Bold Requisition social media page. Barry will make sure to bring you water, food, towels, whatever whatever you request or need. Aw. Thanks, Barry. I'll send Gore out to go get medical equipment for the van. First aid type stuff. Right on, boss. Will do. The large lizard folk will head out to go buy medical supplies. Is Oswald, like, kind of out of it for medication, or is this just antibiotics and... Basically antibiotics. You'll make a fort save here the next day uh, to see how it's going. Wait, the next day? That means... <laughs> what about what about tonight? When the next day comes. I think I probably just took a pill of delay poison or something. <laughs> yeah, we gotta talk to Oswald about what happened there. Well, I'm awake. Just hurt. <laughs> right, yeah, we'll gather and, like, what... Was it one of the Amber Wolves? I think so. It was all, like, translucent looking, and its flesh was peeling apart, and it was, like, reaching out bits of itself to reach for me and just move way quicker than it should have been able to. Like, you know, like an inside-out wolf. And it's just been in that storage area with all those people around? Or is it well, far we're a little. Way? I mean, we're a little farther away from people, but I imagine when it's done eating... Abernathy, it's probably going to go look for more food, and that's probably where it's going to find it, is all those people that live down there. I wasn't quite sure if we'd established that it had eaten or become Abernathy. I, I think some of both. Well, I was asking around to get a beat on where this thing was, um, so somebody pointed me in that direction, which means somebody else is eventually going to go wandering down there themselves, because they're going to get curious just like we were. Yeah, we'll want to stop that. Can we get a bunch of uh, preventative medicine before we head down there and try to deal with this thing? Yeah, I've sent Gore out to pick up first aid supplies and stuff like that, but I'm sure that maybe we should try to find something specific for that. Our doctor seems to think that it's an infection of some kind. Jeff, is this a world where we would know of something that would boost our immune systems, give us better saves against stuff? Yeah, there's definitely antivenoms and pharmaceuticals that you could purchase. Right. So he didn't have a clue what it was, whether or not it was disease or venom or something like that, right? But maybe a variety of all of that? Correct. All right, yeah. Gore will be busy picking these things up. We're not going to waste our time with it. Um, I've, been, I've been taking classes. I just didn't think I was going to have to use it on myself. Right. What can you think of that we should pick up? Bandages? Tourniquets? <laughs> <laughs> so. Like, medicine tends to fall more under, like, pharmaceuticals or maybe alchemy which I have not been taking classes in. <laughs> and that goes for anti-venoms and stuff like that? Right. Like, those are pharmaceutical things you can purchase. If you're worried about stopping the bleeding, you can definitely purchase, like, heel pins. Maybe that data pad we got from the scientists might have some more information on what this thing's bite can do. And I'll nod to fours to look into it. Uh, <laughs> like, like, like what this, uh, what the sheen is? Yeah, or if it if this thing is diseased or 
toxic or venomous or something like that. We could also call it a scientist directly. Just have them tell us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good call. Like, uh, my my only other guess would have been like whatever the equivalent of WebMD is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, or maybe the records would say we crossed the cross the amber wolves with some other species that has this sort of venom or I don't know. That's that was mm-hmm. what I would think would be in the data pad. But you're right, we could call the scientists. Um what's our, our contract with them? Is it we obtain the amber wolves and bring them back, or is it that uh we help them get them back? It was help get them back. The contract you originally had there was just for the two ember wolves. Right. So we can work with these guys and probably not lose our business, right? Or lose the then yeah, no matter what time it is, we'll we'll call up uh all of the scientists have contacted us with this mission. You said that they gave us uh, their data pad? Yeah. And you wanted me to look through that? Yes. Yes, that makes much more sense. I'll search through the uh, observation logs for, for the Ember Wolf pair. All of the research that's so far recorded within, depending on what planar effects are in the area and what they attune to, uh, Anise being so close to the pillar of fire and being tied with that plane they do seem to shift focus to that you'd imagine that effect probably transfers with whatever they're attuned to at the moment so you'd imagine that your poor friend oswald might be getting a little far realm blood if you wanted if you wanted to read this like a uh like a lab entry i'm just reading it off the off the data pad <laughs> and none of us are really knowledgeable about planes right correct that you guys last time determined that none of you have any points in that. Right. Well then, yeah, it's time to call up. Let's call up Doga, the elegant scientist. All right. Dover Durth will answer. Say, it's Lucius. We've got some leads on your Ember Wolves. Oh, excellent. Excellent. But we have some questions, because uh-huh. they are definitely nothing like what we thought they would be. As in, they're splitting apart in their skin and growing extra legs and hooks, able to climb buildings. Um, we'd like to know more about these. What did you create? What are we up against? He paused for a moment before saying that that was never the intent. The idea was hopefully to be able to use these creatures as a way to store planar energies, be able to move them around easier. We weren't entirely aware of what would happen if they uh, interacted with further out planes. And everybody, Far Realm is pretty not. We all know what the Far Realm is, right? Yeah, you guys have I've heard of it. Right. So that's what I'll ask. So you splice these things somehow with the Far Realm? Or had them interact with the Far Realm? It's just, I think the the Far Realm is just... I I guess I'm not on the phone call unless... (laughs) Because we're nowhere close to the Far Realm right now. Correct. They must have interacted with it somewhere closer, something... Well, it would be had at this point, because one of the monsters running around is wearing his face. Whether or not it's him or not, I couldn't tell you, but... Like it's gotten a little bit out of hand. You'll hear Dovi whisper over his shoulder that to Capel that Epernathy's dead. The wolves got him, but they will be quiet for a moment there in contemplation of their past coworker for returning to the call. And I guess we're unsure how to proceed. If they're, I guess we should pay you to put them down. Yeah, but if you can capture them, the research is fairly valuable. I'll let you in on one nest that we found in the park, but I kind of have a feeling that you. Might already know about it, as we've seen a Mon drones circling the area. 
Nope, but if there's if one in the park, then definitely that is... We'll get people stationed there immediately. And give us information on uh, what you find from those people. If there's anything that can help us destroy these things, let us know. Oh, absolutely. I I don't anticipate that these creatures could be... I guess that, that's not relevant anymore. So, yes, uh, be careful out there. Right, and I'll hang up the phone. So, Oswald, where you found this monster, what was... It was inside of a container or a storage unit. Yeah, storage unit. Did it look like he had been living there? and Or did you get much of a glimpse at all? Like, whether Abernathy been living there? Yeah. Don't know if I got much of a glimpse. It was dark in there. Uh, and I I just adjusted my eyes to be able to see when that thing dropped from the ceiling on me. Well, I didn't tell those scientists. Um, if I had to guess, I would guess he would actually use, he'd be using it as a secret lab rather than a, a place to live. Maybe a hideout. And that's why I didn't tell those scientists about that portion. I think that uh, that's going to be up to us to go back to. But in all seriousness, can we beat this thing? Uh, all together, probably. If we know it's there and, you know, are not showing up half dead to start with. And I don't know. Guns probably would help. But I don't know. I don't. I mean, this thing, it, it doesn't behave like you would expect it to just from looking at it. It's not like a normal creature. So I don't, I don't know how hard it is to put down. All right. Well, the doctor says you need to stay down for days. Okay. How available is alternative medicines? <laughs> like we had talked about, like that it's kind of out of our price range, but we did get a whole bunch of money. Like it, it might be time to get like clerical assistance or something. I love how clerical assistance is alternative medicine. <laughs> <laughs> that quackery. <laughs> Up there with acupuncture and crystals is also like godly healing. (laughs) (laughs) That's definitely something you could pay to get a cleric to come down here and potentially remove the disease and heal him. We'll see how you do over the night and in the morning. We're we should discuss that because it's probably going to be very expensive. Do we someone stay and keep an eye out for that thing because it's probably going to go hunting tonight or during the day? That's the odd part is if Fors is right. And as the uh, the Central Park location kind of shows, like they hunt during the day and sleep at night. I wonder if that's the case with this one. Yeah. Assuming that there's two different ones. I'd be keeping an eye on the uh, on that tree in the park. Huh. So it came after me during the day. That means that it was weaker than normal, maybe? Or well, it was hunting. Like it... it was during the day, so it was hunting. Well, I kind of feel like it was just hanging out in what used to be Abernathy's lap space because it was either taking control of him or doing something weird, mm. right? It wasn't hunting for some one reason or another, but we don't really know yet. And I'm almost curious if we can't try to sneak back in there without... Well, aren't there two? There are two. There were two in total. And right now, it's it points to having one at the park and one at the storage area. Oh, okay. Is, is what it looks like to me. Okay. Anybody else have any different ideas on that? That sounds right. It definitely felt like the one that attacked me was pretty comfortable in the space, which would mean it probably isn't spending any time at a nest in the park. So then, yeah, Fors, if uh, you could go back tonight and scope out that nest and the park, maybe we can get eyes on what this thing is there. It's what, me by myself? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're saying, boys. 
You and your drone. <laughs> I don't want to get mauled. I like spending sunny days at the park, not getting <laughs> Frank Darabonted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're uncomfortable, Dosh, yeah. Please go with him. And then I think for the rest of the night, I'm just kind of gathering resources and trying to figure out um, what kind of cleric I would probably go to. Unless if there's like some sort of medical facility that has like machines that nanite you up or something. Give me those machines. Oh, yeah. God. Give me those invasive, really weird cyberpunk machines. I can put them in my blood. <laughs> we don't need godly alternative healing. <laughs> the power of science and tubes. <laughs> yeah, like maybe we just rent out a back to tank for the night. <laughs> Sorry, they're all filled up with Boba Fett's. <laughs> Boba Fett wasn't always hogging the back tank. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't. Is there a, a kind of check that might lead me into the right direction on that, Jeff? That's not medical related, or am I just kind of trying to figure it out? No, I mean, what if you're if you're looking for instant healing? Uh, it is expensive, and yes, you can pay clerics to come provide those services then yeah but if you're looking for a cheaper or simpler option then yes you can pay for a hospital to take him in for a week and and get him repaired and back up back up to new at less of a cost kind of goes back to just seeing how well he's taken to the medication and stuff hopefully we'll have a good idea come the morning but yeah when you guys put eyes on that monster assuming that you do or whatever you investigate once you see it and you get a good idea of what it looks like or whatnot uh, Say, don't engage it without all of us. And yeah, be careful. The day will progress. Gore will return with bags of medical supplies to put in the truck. And then as night falls, Dosh and Fours will head over to the local park to go for some wolf watching. <laughs> I can bring both if you want to fly one as well. No, I'm okay. Okay. <laughs> I suppose one of us should be uh, on the lookout. All of us in VR as we get mauled to death by a flesh shifting monster. <laughs> I can see myself being torn apart from 50 feet in the air. This is amazing. Uh, do you remember what like unit you found the monster in? Uh, sure. Probably. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, because that's hopefully what we're going to be doing this next day. I know I, I know I opened that specific container for a reason, or that specific unit for a reason. So I don't know if there was a clue outside that made me think it was that one, or if they said, "Oh yeah, he's in." We we know this weird old guy's in unit L seventy two down there or something. Yeah, they, you'd been directed to that building specifically. So all right, well I'll, re I'll relay the same information I got that got me to that unit. Alrighty, at night in the park, uh, there are less people here. You can see that the street lamps. Are limited, so it's still well lit enough to kind of walk around. Of course, the lamps being a little bit lower than tree height uh, does mean that the branches are covered in darkness from at least the angle where you're standing. But sending a drone up into the air and over to where you saw the ember wolf nest before, mangled kind of uh, shifting body, as well as has the beginning traits of vestigial wings. But yeah, it does appear to have grow a few more legs. Uh oh. <laughs> I'm gonna snap up. Night vision pick of it and send it to Lucius. See, maybe we should deal with this thing while it's sleeping before it can fly. <laughs> oh, to just uh, take care of him right now? But also, Lucky didn't want us to do anything without everyone here. Shoot, did I bring uh, 
I've got a secret pistol. Did we walk here, or did we take the wrecker? I imagine we took the wrecker, unless they were using it to go get healing. Okay. I'll fly my my drone stuff in, and I'll get I'll get a secret pistol from the truck. I'll just uh get my stick. I like I do worse with a pistol than <laughs> fighting hand to hand. No, to be honest, you're gonna get a phone call from me pretty soon because I see a picture of some monstrosity. As we're creeping up on it. Ring, ring, ring. <laughs> it would be pretty quick after mm-hmm. you got the picture. So hopefully I catch you before you guys are... <laughs> I know you guys didn't set your phones on silent. <laughs> well, now on. Well, you just turned into a slapstick moment. Because <laughs> the thing just woke up and we're both right there. Imagine this is when we're trying to do our montage gearing up scene, and then all of a sudden the phone calls and the music stops. <laughs> hey, boss. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. So it looks like that's not the same monster that uh, Oswald ran into. Yeah, it looks like a different one. Right. Which we had assumed. It's sleepy night right now, huh? That's what it looks like from your surveillance? Yeah. Hmm. It also looks like that if we don't deal with it now, it's going to fly tomorrow. Potentially. All right. I'll call a cab and I'll be there soon. Sounds good. And yeah, wait for me on that one. So what what time of night is it? Probably too too late at night to be picking up something weird, right? Like like dodgy weapons or something. <laughs> I'm I'm sure there's a late night gun emporium <laughs> somewhere. Imagine that weird times of night is the only time to pick up dodgy weapons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they aren't available during normal hours. Oh, shit, the black market closed at noon. <laughs> Do we have that sculptor running yet? No, we were months off on that. No. So I'm thinking just, like, grenades or things that might help mitigate this thing or tie it down or, you know, root it or something. I don't know. Are we tra- Are we capturing it or killing it? We're going to kill it. It's just I don't want it to kill us in the process. Yeah. I think this would be a good time to go over the tactical inventory that I got from... The uh, applied solutions. As you know, it has flashbangs, smoke grenades, urban tactical gear. I guess not knowing much about tactics or grenades and stuff as a character, my mind also goes towards something that creates fire, because I imagine fire is good for this for who knows why, but yeah, fire. As you're coming up with what kind of equipment you have, I'm thinking about what I might want to pick up. And my mind. No, no, I'm I'm asking, uh, I'm just straight up asking what I I had gotten. Am I am I uh, choosing what that is? From the stuff you stole out of the back of that truck? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had some, you had a few flashbangs, a few smoke grenades, urban pacification gear. You had uh, auto rifle bullets, and you guys have an auto rifle as well as a, a Corleone shotgun. Uh, but there was not like a tangle bomb or anything like that in there. Uh, I might snatch that shotgun because I imagine. Hopefully it's harder to miss with it. <laughs> there, is, there was a stun baton in there that he had received as oh, well. Yeah, that's right. And he said I could use it with my um, stick fighting style. Just one stun baton? Uh, correct. Okay. I'll, I'll remove that here. I'll see I'm cracking stuff. Yeah. Are you taking that shotgun? No, I'll use the stun baton. Okay. feel more comfortable with that. I'll try out the shotgun. Alrighty. Uh, all of this, of course, is happening while Oswald, you are... Lay down on the table, 
Yeah, that's what I imagine. I'm just hanging out back at the back at the office. I imagine Barry's hanging out too. <laughs> yeah, Barry's with you. Gore has gone home for the night. Mm-hmm. So Barry is simply sitting there in the room with you, waiting if there's anything specific you need. Yeah, I would certainly feel awkward just sitting there, not feeling well, but saying nothing. So eventually I'd just be striking up awkward conversation with Barry about him and what his life is like. Barry enjoys his life very much. He's known the Nistabolds for some time. Spent a lot of time working with Lucia's father uh, during times. And he'll and Barry will kind of tell you about some old adventures they once had uh, traveling the jungles of the Verdant Isles. Cool. I will listen to those stories. <laughs> then I'll um, walk in probably soon into those discussions and announce that I'm I'm heading off to the park to meet up with, uh, with Dosh and Vors. So um, things should go all right. But I need you to rest up, Oswald, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Okay. Be safe, boss. <laughs> it's like, a gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean, boss. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I'll try to get a cab. Uh, Empire Taxi will show up and take you to your destination. Is there um, some place where I could buy weapons on the way? Yeah. I'll just stop by one, and I guess I'm looking at grenades. There are. Inferno grenades, if you're looking to do fire damage, there are ones that spread out a living steel net that try to capture and grab onto people. If you want to part with any one of these for a thousand each. I'll be after two, but I'm going to try to get that price down a bit. Yeah. The diplomacy check. I roll a total of 24. Alrighty. Yeah, with the 24, alright, he'll be, he'll be willing to let him go for 750 a piece. Great. In that case, I'll take two of the net. And uh, one at the fire. He'll put them in a brown bag for you, and out you go. <laughs> a smiley face on it. All right, back to the cab, and then back to the park. You didn't upsell you on a vest so you could wear out the grenades? <laughs> <laughs> All right, at the park. Are you guys doing anything besides waiting for uh, Lucius to show up? Yeah, I think just chilling out and probably got nerves gonna go fight the weird flesh monster <laughs> yeah yeah that's true yeah i'll probably just uh familiarizing myself with the <clears throat> with the thumper yeah same with the the stun baton flickering it in and out right because it's like a no nope, absolutely is the thumper masterwork or what's the what's the stats on that thing yeah uh, Mav, do you have the stun baton yeah yeah stuff? i got the military stun baton and that's what it is oh yep is that masterwork as well? It is. Cool. It actually matters because it's like part of my stick style <laughs> changes if it's masterwork or not. No, no low quality sticks here, my friend. <laughs> I know. It has to be fancy sticks. I treat non-masterwork sticks as masterwork. All sticks in my hand are masterwork. You'll hear the sound of a door close as Lucius will approach. Cab driving off into the distance. Your fishing vest on with all the grenades hanging from it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll walk up to you guys, pulling out grenades. Say, I've got uh, two of these that can grapple it, and one fire grenade. And I will give each of you one of the, uh, I believe it's an LS grenade. (laughs) And then, are these grenades you got to prime, and then they take a round, and then they work? Or do they work as soon as you throw them? They they go off the round after you throw them, so. So I see these grenades being um, difficult to use. Um, while the monster would be awake and moving. Yeah. 
it might be an idea for us to start off by throwing these in and then just trying to beat the crap out of it, unless you guys think we could sneak up and try to kill it in its sleep. Maybe we could sneak up and toss one in? That's what I'm thinking. That's 20 feet up. It's a little, it's a little hard to get to. Beat it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could th- throw the fire one in first. And have one of the grapple ones on the ground below primed. It hopefully comes running out and then it triggers the next one. Does anyone know how expensive it would be to replace a public tree? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Trees are expensive if I read anything online. <laughs> so, yeah, none of us are sneaky, right? I'm, kind I'm of pretty sneaky. sneaky. I got. Um... Are you sneaky enough to sneak up that tree and lob a grenade and prop down? I'm a, I got yeah. a nine. I don't know if that's great or not. That's decent. I say, if, like, sneak up and, like, hit it with the, uh, with the LS grenade and then hit it with the fire grenade next. And then we just try to shoot and beat as hard as we can. My right. climb is pretty awful, though. Oh, okay. Oh. That makes um, sense. My climb's all right. What, wait, what's your climb that you're calling awful? Minus one. Yours was one? Okay, I'll do it then. Negative. Negative one. <laughs> Negative one. Okay. Especially if we have a grenade in um, each hand. <laughs> are you going with a grenade plan, or are you going to try to go for a coup de gras? Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, that'll be uh, plan A. <laughs> Shotgun coup de gras? I like that idea. <laughs> <laughs> plan B will be dropping grenades and, and scampering away. Oh, hey, do uh, the drones have grabby arms? Uh, no. We just tape the grenades to it. <laughs> the suicide bomb the drone into it. <laughs> no! <laughs> yeah, he loves that drone. <laughs> uh, so yeah, discussing our strategy, I think that's going to be my uh, my performance that inspires our courage on this, giving us inspire courage. All right. Uh, what what do you want first, my climb or my stealth? Let's see you get up there first. So, go and give me the uh, that sweet, sweet climb check. Oh, and I'm being inspired. I don't know if it helps you climb, but... <laughs> You're thinking of inspire competence. <laughs> Alright, I got a 16 on my climb, but... Is there a video feed of this that, that Oswald could be watching? <laughs> Is the drone still up and transmitting? I mean, you can you can get out the drone and and fly it if you want. Oswald's back at base. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the range is on the controls, but no, I'm still back at the base. <laughs> Jeffrey, did you did I say that I got a 16 on my climb? You did, you did. The trees are cut in a way that at least the first five to ten feet or so have plenty of grabbing on branches that you can easily go up. So not a problem there. It's after that though, once they get a little high, that's a little bit tougher to climb. But a 16 is enough to be able to make up the rest of that distance. Now, the part that will make the biggest difference here, give me that stealth. Hey! <laughs> it's above a 10. It's a 12. Yeah, that was uh, significantly worse than my average go. But I'm hoping that because it was sleeping. Correct. With the penalties for sleeping, uh, it does not seem to wake up. As you're able to, you can definitely smell it as you get closer to it. Kind of rotted flesh, a very kind of like cinnamon, lemon kind of smell coming from it. You can hear the faint wheezing of its multiple mouths snoring as its little doggy legs kick as they're chasing some unseen prey. You're describing it like a puppy. It's a monster. 
You're like you're about to shoot a puppy with a shotgun. It's, this is a monster. Let's establish this is a monster. <laughs> it, it is a horrific amalgamation of flesh and bone of multiple different creatures and pets. You can see the collars that litter the nest here and being this close. The leftover sheddings of various forms that it adopt. Uh, it is horrific in all sense. Okay. This, this is more of a uh, um, the fly situation. Correct. So the last thing then will be for you two. Uh, your stealth check having passed is the acrobatics to maintain yourself on a branch to shoot a shotgun. Hidden fees! <laughs> <laughs> 25. Oh, absolutely. Uh, nice. fours, fours was made for this. <laughs> <laughs> Shooting sleeping things in the tree. Uh, the horrific creature continues to sleep uh, as you straddle the branch and level off the shotgun. Go ahead and roll me that critical hit damage. A 38 fort save to not just die. I'm feeling pretty confident with that. But did not roll a natty 20. <laughs> The, the resounding explosion of a shotgun going off in a public park. Fours? <laughs> I think we're good. Oh, man. I didn't just Mark Rolston myself, did I? Like, did I get splashed with fire around blood? No, you are fine. As, they, as the gun goes off and a sickening wet splat hits the uh, paved part of the park down below. These guys down below would want to take a step back. Nice. <laughs> Excellent work, Fours. I'll high-five Dosh. <laughs> we did such a good job. <laughs> oh, it was a good call coming after it at night. Hmm. We're gonna have to rip that corpse out of that tree though and grab those other things. Yeah. I think I hear sirens in the distance. We should go. So how quickly would we be able to grab that um the body of the dog? Is it like medium size? Yeah, I mean think something Labrador sized uh animal. Cool. Um, so he can carefully just kind of flip it out of the tree, and then we can drag it back. Yeah, no, you guys can definitely uh, put it all in a large body bag. That yeah. I would say we do have. <laughs> do that. I'll be trying to uh, pull my sleeves up over my hands to handle the the corpse. Gore would have gotten you guys medical gloves, so the, the wrecker is stocked for that. And plus those body bags double over as sleeping bags when they're not in use. They're always in use, just not always correctly. Uh, call up to Forrest. Don't take too much time looking for anything up there. Looks like the cops are coming. Yeah, I hear them. Retreat back to base uh, with a fresh Ember Wolf body in a bag in the back of the back of the wrecker. Dosh rolls down all of the windows. <laughs> How much should we negotiate? About four thousand per uh, Ember Wolf. Uh, it's about five thousand for both. All right. Yeah, they they're going to be a little bit more expensive than that. Hidden fees. <laughs> <laughs> but we negotiated. It was in the contract that it was going to change depending on how awful these things turned out to actually be. So they should be ready for it to cost yeah. twice as much. <laughs> At least get them to reimburse you for the grenades. Right. Once you guys return to base, Oswald and Barry are sitting in the room. Fours especially, of course, does carry the stink of the having been that close to the Emberwolf nest. But you've returned successfully. It's about, what, two in the morning? So I'm probably asleep by now. Right. I'll call to wake up um, the scientists we called before. Doga, I believe. If they don't pick up, I call again. Yeah, a very, very sleepy uh, Capel will answer. You can hear a voice of, who is this? It's Lucius Estable, and we have one of the Ember Wolf's corpses. You're going to want to pick it up before it goes completely sour. 
yes, absolutely. Um, and we'll be able to negotiate the new price of this Amberwolf when you get here, as it is not what we base our contract off of. Uh, yes, yes, very well. Um, we'll be there in an hour. And I wait. Anybody able to stay up with me on this one? Yeah. Or do you guys need to go to bed? I so I could use I'll, a backup. I'll be up. I'll be up. What was not like what they said? Well, they told us that it was like an ember wolf, and <laughs> once we found out that it was more like a far realm creature, I figure they'll see it and we'll be able to discuss the damage that's already done to us and try to get a better price. Alrighty. Do you drift off to sleep a bit before the team returns? You will find yourself in a dream state for a moment. Your hooks move so easily and quickly. You find that each angle and corner simply seems to fold away into a new place between buildings and other places with ease. Nothing stopping you, nothing holding back the spines that protrude backward from your skull. Your form simply is not impeded. And with a glance, the person approaching you, them trying to hold you back to make you stop, is sliced apart, as though you are seeing a time where they were not wholly together to begin with. But you are awoken by the team returning. <laughs> well, that's fun. Yeah. I wonder how many times I'm going to have that dream. <laughs> when you guys return, the sheen in Oswald's eyes reminds you that of deep sea fish as it kind of glows back in the darkness. <laughs> oh, no. Jesus. Mm, mumble something about antibiotics. <laughs> Took my pill, boss. I did what they said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you need to rest more. Okay. I mean, should we go? What, how late? Oh, we're waiting for those other guys to show up. So we dealt with the other one pretty quickly. I was like, maybe we can get the other one tonight, too. Oh, yeah. I worry about it, but I'll be a little bit more quiet. Like, the way that Oswald looks, I want to get a, a cleric as quick as I can. So I should stay here, keep sleeping on this yeah. table, and, and not Go to my bed. Well, you can go to your bed. Just my bed. My bed's at my apartment. It's not here, boss. <laughs> oh no, yeah, you're sleeping here on the table. Sorry. <laughs> you have an urge to make a cocoon. Don't. <laughs> it works on multiple levels. You're kind of like Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park, all sexy and laying on the table. But you're also kind of like Jeff Goldblum from The Fly. <laughs> Gonna scrounge up some pillows or something from somewhere. <laughs> And try my best to make something comfortable to lay on. A few folds and a body bag becomes just as comfy as any pillow. Mm. I don't think that's true, because I actually do own a bed. <laughs> there is a bed somewhere in this place. I know I sleep on a couch, but I, there's got to be a bed. <laughs> yeah, the table was just for the main operation. <laughs> operation of the doctor looking at it, shrugging his shoulders and handing me a few pills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in under an hour, Dova Dearth and Capel will ring you from outside. And we'll invite them in. Uh, they both look exhausted. I will bring them to the corpse of the monster. Maybe it's like a, it's still in a bag or something. Just kind of reveal it, and hopefully it's going to get some shock out of them. Capel will definitely throw up a bit. Uh, and Dova will look away. So obviously not the Ember Wolves that you guys thought that they were. Not anymore. Fortunately, we've got the expertise to take these things down. Um. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> So, the price for this one has gone up to 8000 But as for the one that's taken Abernathy's face, significantly higher. We'll bring it back for 12000 Alive? No. That would be too dangerous. But if you up the price, perhaps we can attempt to bring it back live. 
yeah, they can get you the credits tomorrow for the one that you've already captured. For the Abernathy one, they'll tentatively agree to 12000 but if you can get it alive, it's worth twenty. All right. Thank them for their time and let them take this stinky thing out of our house. Yeah, they'll offer to pay a small storage fee. They can't take this back to the easy snooze. <laughs> kind of scientists are these guys? Don't they have a lab? Too? I think this thing escaped mid-transport. Gotcha. <laughs> it just takes us back to the easy snooze. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I think we've got some ice in the refrigerator. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll hold on to it until they can send somebody to extract it. Yeah, next to the sculptor and a few other broken things. That. Yeah. Alrighty, the next morning, uh, Oswald, go ahead and give me that fortitude save. Okay. Uh, hiya. I got a thirteen. I'm gonna use uh my great fortitude and do a reroll on that because I know I can do better. Alrighty. Come on. Hey, there it is. How about a 27 with a nat 20? Hey. Pew, 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 pew. Uh, <laughs> That's yeah. why you take great fortitude. You wake up feeling much better. Not sure if it was the pills or maybe you just need, maybe you actually just needed a good night's rest. Uh, <laughs> but your scales have since fallen off, giving your leg a non-roast beef sheen. Though you still for a bit there, the dream from before... Though it does fade away, it does still leave you with that impression of freedoms that you don't have. Mm. Looks, it looks like at this rate, should clear up here pretty quick. Good. I still feel like shit. <laughs> I just don't feel like shit that's turning into roast beef. Yeah, you're going to need to continue to rest, but it looks like you've gotten a lot better. We determined how much it would cost to get a cleric out. If they're just doing hit points, they'd be able to get them back up and going for 5,000. How bad do you look? What percentage of hit points do you have left? Uh, I'm sitting at about 25%-ish. Is this how you play XCOM, John? <laughs> <laughs> Which one of my guys do I heal? Think about it. The longer that this monster is out, the more likely it is that it's going to find its way to eat some of these people. If it's in that storage area, there's probably not an abundance of random animals to eat. Probably just rats. So we can wait a couple of days and get them better. To me... It, I would want all of us on this one, because I think this one's... If we want to catch them live, it's going to be harder. Mm. We got that net grenade, right? We do. We have two net grenades. And my stun baton can do non-lethal. Right. And then we would need a way to, to bind it up once we got him. So, yeah, I'll call the cleric over. A three-mitered hat uh, precedes this Lycal as they, they approach. Uh, they will take payment and speak the words to their god Legalo as they restore uh, the hit point loss. Uh, that Oswald has suffered. Stuff. We'll thank them and pay them appropriately. Healing up wounds is pretty lucrative business. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 5,000 gold to heal me back 27 hit points. It's a good trade. <laughs> well, hopefully it all turns out and getting you back up on your feet is for the best to, to do it faster rather than naturally. But um, Jeff, from our last large payout, we got 30,000 gold, right? 65. Oh. You forgot about your own negotiation. Yeah. You forgot about your own hidden fees. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would probably make sense that everybody would get 17,000 gold and that remaining money will go into business and uh, Gore and Barry Harrington. Oh, uh, and you guys wanted to uh, invest in having some cameras, I think, in your main meeting room? I remember Dosh brought that up last time. Mm. I don't know if I like the idea of it, but if 
It kind of makes sense. Put up some surveillance in this place, yes. Well, and you can, they're security cameras. You can have them on a closed system, so they can't be hacked from the outside. They're just not connected to anything. Right. But then again, Dosh has no technological skill points, so there could be things to hack it. He just doesn't know. I got points in tech, but it's really, the way I envisioned it is more like physical tech as opposed to electronic tech. Repair a car, not a computer? Yeah, exactly. Got a scrapper, not a hacker. Yeah, that's why I have points in disabled device, because I figure that's the closest analog to that, since there's not a proper repair skill. I'm going to be picking up uh, computer use on my next level. Yeah, (laughs) since apparently (laughs) Lucius has pegged you as computer guy. (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, when no one in the party is computer guy, someone's got to be computer guy. Mm. Exactly it. He spends night taking beginner computer classes. He hasn't told anyone yet. (laughs) Do a a quick boot camp. Yep. (laughs) That's just like I've been doing with first aid classes. (laughs) But yeah, just keep in mind that big payout was because we scored big on something huge. So just take what we can get and go. So don't, uh, I guess what I'm saying is don't go off and buy yourself new cars and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Are you thinking we will buy some stuff before we go fight this thing? I think so. Whatever you can think of, um, we're going to make some extra money if we can take it alive. Whatever I can think of, as though I don't already have a shopping list. <laughs> oh, are you you're talking about just spending money before we die, or are you talking about spending money for this mission? Uh, for this mission, just in general, I don't know if any of our characters have been paid that much money at one go. Yeah, no, that's way more money than I've ever mm-hmm. had. Yeah. If you guys wanted to, if you had, a, if you want to use up a couple hours, you guys can all head down to your local cybernetic implant, uh, Jackie, and get your slivers put in. It's two thousand a person. Yeah, that's probably an easy install, right? Just slides under the skin, or or is this like they're having to wire electrodes to our brain and we're gonna be out for a while? Nope, should take just a couple hours to implant it, and make sure it's functioning. Less time with you, of course, being an android. <laughs> I'd like to look up drone attachments all right what are you looking to get done just uh seeing if there's maybe something i can get for a drone that would be useful for trying to keep my distance away from far far realm bitey spitty okay like trying to get a little robot hand so you can maybe having a robot grabber for those sort of bomb squad moments you'll definitely run into the drone weeb (laughs) (laughs) we'll spend as much time as you're willing to give them to go over Options and different types of drones and things and modifications. And if you're doing it at home or if you're getting special parts or. I'll totally let him go for as long as he wants. If you're looking to get just a small like arm put on it, that's not an expensive modification. Uh, And is this going on your military drone or the reconnaissance one? I should probably start building up the military one as like the, the bruiser combat one. So probably that one. Is there any like, uh, Restraint or like cable attachment type of stuff. Uh, the drones don't have enough pull on that. Like for like a full size animal, like what you're dealing with now, uh-huh. it wouldn't it wouldn't be able to have the strength to pull that. Okay. So you can swap in to have an arm. You'd get rid of one of the effects on it now to trade out. So basically, you have three slots that you can do anything with. Oh, okay. Okay. Which means with your new sliver put in. You can use that military gate arbiter where you can give it mental commands instead of having to control it. 
through the datapad. Okay, yeah. And I use the uh, peekers instead of a sliver for the thought feature of the military arbiter. Yes. Cool. While you're taking a look at that, what else are you purchasing or getting ready for? You said a sliver was $2,000? Yeah. I would like Sandus survival suit if I can find one. Yeah, definitely. Right on. And a Suleni dancing blade. One of those fancy pairs of uh, Rubak Hedron boots. The Santa Survival Suit's not a problem. It does come with a built-in breathing mass, built-in solar charger, and it does have a built-in first aid. And does have four item slots for modifications later. Yeah. All right, anything else that we need to go over for anybody else? Follow whoever is going to the military store and pick up. <laughs> I'm going to buy a professional hard light shield. Oh, man, the Santa Suit looks pretty good, too, actually. Yep, that's a good one. I'm, like, tightening all the straps on it as I'm putting it on. <laughs> all right, I'll get a Santa Suit quick coat. Yeah, they're going to be sold out of Sandus suits. Because that's pretty much the ultimate armor for me. Well, yes, I'm going to get a quick coat modification on mine as well. <laughs> you guys already go over what that was. I wasn't paying attention. Oh, it uh, lets you change the appearance of the item. And it's just $100 more, huh? I can do that. Well, that's pretty much all I can do, though. <laughs> Besides maybe some street food. Fuck, now I have to look at it. Yeah, how else are you guys going to be Ghostbusters if you don't all have matching uniforms now? Did that money go through for that first Emberwolf? Yeah, so the scientists will arrive in the morning uh, before you guys leave, handing you with a credit chip for that 8000 Great. On your way out, Barry would say that you do have a call from Ophelia. Shall I have her call back? Or should I just take notes? Um, yeah, take a message, please. Very well. You do notice, Oswald, is the light is still a bit bright out here. Even though it's a little bit of an overcast day, even without your dark vision. I will also buy some sunglasses but I will probably take more time on that than I do on anything else because I want to make sure I buy cool sunglasses. So Oswald, that's his official Dr. Punch Junction sunglasses with a couple hours at your local shopping center, uh, getting cybernetics implanted and buying the rack of Santa suits they have available. <laughs> uh, you guys are ready to get back in the wrecker and start heading out towards the storage district. And then I guess there was one more thing we needed, though, was chains of some kind of... Or does it even make sense to get manacles? Like, I don't think it has hands. Right, yeah. If you are trying to capture life, do you want to invest kind of in a large hard light box to kennel it in? Yeah, let's do that. So Something like that, then we'd probably put it like 500. Okay. We are t quickly turning into Ghostbusters, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, we're definitely going to have to pay Barry and Gore with the next check. So everybody stay alive. <laughs> everybody stay alive. If one of you dies, then John just welcome to Fold Requisitions. Here's your Santa suit. <laughs> <laughs> he just tears off the Velcro name tag and puts on a new one for him. Oh, Oswald would definitely be the kind of guy who would think that the Velcro is super cool and would not think to actually get it sewn on. <laughs> it is daytime, and you guys are in the truck heading that way. Is that correct? Or are you guys waiting till nighttime? I say we head in towards daytime and investigate where Oswald found it. You want it to be awake? Or I guess we don't know where its nest is. If this is its nest and it's awake and it's hanging out in there like it was before, I say we just try to take it on. If we can go to its nest and find that it's not there and it's out hunting, then maybe we can booby trap its nest for when it comes back. Okay. So our first step is just going to be real super careful. Any objections to that? Oh, sounds good to me. Fine. 
And I'm gonna get my drone ready. Which one? A military one with the new grabby arm, the shiny new grabby arm. At some point, I guess you should probably come up with names for each of your drones. Yeah. So you head back to the storage district to where you've picked up Oswald. People that were out in the streets here the day before are still out and about. Nothing seems to have impacted this area yet that makes you think that the creature's hunting this close. I'd like to ask some of the people and inquire a bit to make sure that there's no missing people. Nothing that might have gone unseen, but that they wouldn't put together that there's a monster hunting people, possibly. Go ahead and give me a diplomacy. I got a total of 20. Similar to what Oswald found is that the, the people that are here don't seem to recall anyone going missing or anything happening like that. Sounds good. It's kind of a good sign, but I wonder what this thing is eating. I will not say in front of people. <laughs> <laughs> As we're walking out of there. I guess we'll find out if we can get inside of its storage unit. Hedron vehicles, they can be quite quiet, right? They can, yeah. They make a, a hum as they hover along. Okay, if I drive really slow, does that hum calm down a bit? or You can do the slow idle, not quite a full stealth check. We'll do the slow idle kind of close to the place and probably park just one block away or something. So you kind of see what Oswald had described before. The area you're in is more for larger objects. You can see more Hedron vehicles parked. You can see that the storage units are a little bit bigger than they are where the people are living on the other side of it. Uh, but it does look like the door is open to the storage unit that the creature chased Oswald out of. That's where I'm leading everybody. Imagine I know where we're going best. That's the idea. If the door is open, would it be possible to send a drone in first? Or is that a bad idea? Yeah, absolutely. That's why I brought it. I'll pull out my gun. <laughs> Say, all right, guys, keep your wits together with this Inspire Courage. Bam. <laughs> I might actually appreciate that right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, as you go to inspire courage on your allies, as the drone begins to take off, you will get a heads-up display from your sliver uh, letting you know that Matilda is calling. <laughs> that was a bad time. <laughs> Divert the call to uh, Barry Harrington. <laughs> I'm sure that's an option. You're able to forward the call to Barry. Somewhere, Barry is dealing with a very irate sister of yours who's wondering how come the machine she keeps leaving messages with God. isn't getting them to the person she's reaching out to. But you have more important things to worry about now. Your drone lifts off quietly and heads towards the door. It's hooked up to your peakers, so you have your heavy sunglasses on, and you can see the display letting you know how much energy it has left and kind of what it's seeing. I, I always kind of pictured the peekers as looking more like the night vision goggles from Jurassic Park. We could definitely go with that. Well, the military-grade one, thinking kind of like Jurassic Park goggles, but not colored that way. Some Tom Clancy kind of thing? Yeah. It drifts forward and across the paved lot before approaching the door. What do you do? I'm scouting this, so I guess I'm going to sweep the room and... Check my corners and everything. Get, give it a good search. All right. While he's doing that, what are the rest of you up to? Just kind of looking out the surroundings, making sure that there's not some monster about to sneak up on us. Yeah, are we stopped? Are we in the wrecker? Or are we driving around while he's scoping out? We're stopped. I guess I'd be out. I guess I don't think I see any signs of like using the sunlight to find the glittery stuff that was on... Um, Oswald, if I can just see any of that in the distance, you like catch that in the corner of your eye kind of thing. Go and toss me a perception. 
as you're out here looking, kind of following the path that Oswald said that he ran. Oh, I'm not good. I'm not good. Why is it always perception? <laughs> I rolled an eight for a nine. Maybe it's dried quicker because it was such a sunny day the other day. Or possibly it did not leave a mucus trail like it has before. Inside, as your drone drifts in and looks around, it's still fairly dark in this room. You can see the a wad of Abernathy's flesh, shedding of it on the ground, leading in. Uh, you can see a small kind of makeshift bed, as well as a table with broken beakers and uh, alchemical equipment strewn about. You see the two small cages, where probably the ember pups were stored originally. Knocked over on the table, you can see a foot-wide circle with warped edges, a punched hole in reality, with a vitrolic sheen of energy coursing over the top. Two shards of hedron are on both sides of it. They are all attached to a small box that you have not seen before. Oh boy, I'm so glad that I bought this grabby arm. All right, let's let's do some uh, some drones, Indiana Jones, Indiana drones work here. Because of course you're gonna fool with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, if I can turn off this hole into a different dimension, then fighting this beast will be way easier because it's going to be more like a a seal. Found <laughs> logical. Good luck on your attempt to find an off switch, I guess. <laughs> so you're trying to turn it off with the drone? Yes. Not having used or know really what this item is, go ahead and give me a use technological device. Like use magic device, but you'll use your int instead of your charisma. Okay, so uh, it'll be this minus one <laughs> because because that what I'm rolling now, but use magic device is going to have one on it. Gotcha. So I got a six. <laughs> <laughs> As you fiddle with the box train, turn it off. You don't seem to be able to catch kind of what all the knobs and buttons do. Mm -hmm. I'll describe what I'm seeing as I'm fiddling in vain to to turn it off. Jesse, Oswald, would you roll me a percentile dice? Sure. I'm happy to do that for you. We got a 71. Alrighty. So fiddling with the box, the portal on it, the opening of reality seems to shift a bit. Uh, no longer having that rainbow-like sheen of oil across water. Okay, I've lost contact with uh, Whimsy Shire. It seems to take on more of a gray approach, uh, gray and kind of light clouds that seem to form across it instead. Huh. All right. Or is, is anything inside there? There's a portal machine. What about Abernathy? There's uh, his, his uh, husk here. All right. It sounds like it's safe to go in. When they get ripped apart and they, there's only uh, remnants of them left, sometimes those are called husks. <laughs> Oswald, uh, keep look, and I'm going to go in there. Yeah, I imagine as soon as we came to a stop, I came out of the van, and I've got a sword in one hand and my pistol in the other, and I'm just kind of, like, looking <laughs> up nervously the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably in stick-fighting stance with my baton threateningly shooting electrical arts off the end of it. <laughs> I start stepping in. The room reeks of blood and rot. That same thing you kind of dealt with in the park, though it is a little bit dispersed here as it's over the size of the entire storage unit. Looking around the area... As what described before, you will find a few more probably cockatrice feathers here. And as far as from in the meat pile around where Abernathy was, there's simply the the background hum 
of whatever the the hedron shards attached to this box as it gives off a gray circle uh with clouds on it is there any way to identify what this thing is yeah i mean i'd give it an int check or if you have something that appeals to knowledge technology or engineering something like that or knowledge planes just an int check really i have some of those skills <laughs> 14 total on that int check you're not entirely positive on exactly what this is but it does sound familiar something that really only military or or high-end corporate use would ever even find something for it you do believe that this is a dimensional breacher or something close to it huh yeah used normally for shutting down planar portals it looks like this one's been modified uh, to access one use technological devices i can't use use magic device can i to try to shut it down um yeah it'd be use technological device so you'd be using your int instead okay so i'm not going to do that and I will look around for notes or anything like that. Yeah, Abernathy's notes here, the legible pages that are left, seem to imply that he's been thinking about this for a while. Dreams of hunting in large fields of razor blade grass, running freely across them, all in service to something which he calls the master of the hunt. Anything like a knowledge history might help with that? Yeah, go and give me a knowledge history. I rolled a total of 12. Uh, unfortunately, right now, his, his rantings and his bizarre writings uh, don't seem to give too much information of what that could be towards. All right. I will gather up the notes, but not this thing. Nothing else of any sort of value. I'm not digging through through grossness, but if there's something obvious, I'll pick it up. Nothing too obvious here stands out. His data pad looks broken beyond repair. The notes, like, say, scribbled writings of a madman that seems to have slowly gone crazy enough to try to build whatever this is i think this is going to turn into a stakeout i think uh, i'll come outside with the notes say there's some sort of planar device like a re-engineered um breacher i think that the best plan of action would be to try to rig up a trap for when abernathy or whatever abernathy is now shows back up and try to capture it alive with the trap can we rig up our um, LS grenades to do that? You can. As you're plotting this out, you'll get two more calls from Matilda. Well, if I played out that plan, then yeah, I'll take the call, assuming that I'm not interrupting uh, yeah. what we're doing. Seeing you take a call, I'm going to go inside. Yeah, I'll join you guys. Well, I'll move the van so it's somewhere out of sight, nearby but out of sight, maybe at a different storage unit or something. <laughs> I don't want Abernathy to know we're here. As you three go inside, Take a look at the area, start setting up traps. What were you what were you looking to do, Oswald? I actually want to cast uh Ears of the City and try and get a better sense of uh what Abernathy was doing here. Alrighty. Basically allows me to look back into the past that's tied to the area. Okay, excellent. Yeah, go and give me that perception. Yeah. Perception. I got a twenty total. I get to do this, I think, each round for the duration of the spell. It's gonna last for three rounds. Okay, so in the 18 seconds here, go and roll two more perceptions. Okay. A 14 and a 28 with a nat 20. Excellent. You're putting together pieces of what looks like... Yeah, you see Abernathy working. You see him with the dimensional breacher. Uh, you see the two small ember pups uh, in there. You see that as he's working with the breacher, it eventually starts to break down a bit before opening a small portal, which can't be maintained. With the 14, uh, you catch him... You see that he has it working now. The Hedron is stabilizing it. Is he opening the portal? And you're seeing the Ember Wolves 
the Ember Pups uh, go from kind of their, the more squirrel-like wolf appearance they have uh, as they become contorting and changing, um, shifting into uh, the creatures that you've since ran across. Uh, the final bit with that nat 20, with that 28, you see Abernathy uh, having released both of them for, uh, uh, you see Abernathy releasing, having released both of the Ember Wolves uh, well, start writing in his notes furiously uh, as he's trying to reach into the portal that he's created himself. Like put an arm into it, like that kind of reach into it. Correct. Hmm. Uh, he pulls back his hand, is littered of uh, the cuts and slices all about it, uh, skin flayed, and looks like whatever you you know putting your hand in a garbage disposal to some extent. Right. Before he cheers on, uh, this does not seem to upset him. Uh, as he, using his blood, calls over one of the Ember Wolves, uh, which begins to start devouring him. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> uh, we cut over to uh, Lucius, standing outside. As you pick up the phone, you hear your sister's voice. Why haven't you called? I left a message with Dad's machine. I've been busy working. I'm sure you know what that's like. I have a successful business to run here, Lucius. So... Anyways, Xander and I need to swing by. We found something in Dad's paperwork that we need to follow up on. What is it? Oh, it's nothing important. Something to deal with his will. I guess we'll have things to discuss when you get here. Excellent. We'll be there in about 30 minutes? I will not be. I won't be there for another, potentially, couple days. You'll have to wait. We'll just check with Barry. Oh, so you do know his name. <laughs> She'll laugh and makes it easier to deal with it. That being said, you have fun with your friends, Lucy. We'll talk to you then. Click off. Always had to get that last barb in there. Since I got the time, I'll probably call Ophelia back now. Yeah. Ophelia would answer and say that I've got an easy one for you. Go on. Quick pickup, 2,000 payout. Uh, dude had some custom modifications done and has not paid up. Sounds quick and easy. Send the details to my office. Will do.